At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Yo, what up, folks? Welcome in. It's the Tuesday edition of The Edge here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Got a good show on tap for you today. Dave Koken's going to be with us in 30 minutes. We've got a lot to discuss with Dave. Not only, of course, a full slate in Major League Baseball, uh, but. The hockey, as they call it, has been pretty good. And we have one of two teams in the Stanley Cup final, which we will discuss with Dave. And looks like the Colorado Avalanche, after a uh, massive comeback last night, are the team to beat potentially in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Matt Eumann. But, humans, um, I get that mixed up. I was going to say Stanley Cup finals and then not Matt humans, whatever. NBA finals mm. are almost upon us. We get this tomorrow. So just a quick set of the table as we've been sitting around at three and a half. We're starting to see the total dip a little bit. Hooks are disappearing. We are down to 212 in a couple of spots. Um, but I am working on a piece for Point Spread Weekly. Um, and I was kind of like my theme for the piece was, you're a writer, you understand this. But it was kind of like the, the battle that's been going on with this where it seems to be, you said it the other day, where there's never really a game or an event that is purely pros versus Joes. This seems to be kind of getting toward that, where there are a lot of pros squarely in the camp of Boston, a lot of the public better squarely in the camp of the Golden State Warriors. And so I'll ask you this. As we sit at three and a half, and it's been sitting there for a few days, where does this number get to by the time we get to tomorrow? Will the public, who does have more of an influence in events like this, get to push this down to three? Or are we going to sit, get, uh, get the sharp influence here to push this up to four? You know, I actually think it's more likely to go to three. Okay. But – it's interesting. If you're a bookmaker right now and you want some action on this game, all you have to do is uh, move the number to four. Yeah. If you want to go Celtics four, boom, you're going to get Warriors money. If you drop it to three, you're going to get Celtics money. And it's interesting that no bookmakers are doing that. It's just sitting on three basically everywhere, yeah. right? Yep. So I'm waiting to see this number move. And I think as a bookmaker, you know, as soon as you move that number a half point, where the money's going to come in, and it's going to come in right away. Uh, I think three and a half is uh, the right number uh, for this game three. You know, we've talked about what home court advantage is worth. And uh, basically, you're going to see each team favored by three and a half or four on its home court. Yep. And uh, you're also, I mean, when we're talking about the number two and moving at a half point in either one of these directions that we discussed yesterday, uh, the number has not really seemed to matter in this postseason at all. Uh, and especially in a game which is very reliant on mm-hmm. a three-point shot, a half point really isn't going to make that much of a difference. And, and as we discussed, if you like the underdog, at least the trend would be that you take the uh, you take the money line price. And if you like the favorite, you just lay the points because the point spread hasn't really mattered up to this point. So we will see if that's going to be the case. But yeah, I'm really curious to see what we get from a betting perspective because it is. I've just been really interested 
in like the overwhelming support for Golden State as we've gotten to this point. A lot of people see Steph Curry, they see the logo, they see Draymond, and they think that this is the same team, and it's got to be. Uh, but of course, they lost home court and they're tied in a one-one series going back to Boston. So well, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it too. And uh, you know, I'm with you. I like the Celtics in the series. You have a little stronger opinion than I did, but if you look at the Celtics and the path they had through the East, you could also pick on that a little bit and say, hey, they got by the Bucks. Chris Middleton didn't play. Uh, they got by the Heat, and the Heat were a banged-up team. Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, and they, they had various injuries. But, you know, the bottom line is the Celtics do look like they're a little bit better uh, than the Warriors, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, but now they got to prove it in games three and game four in Boston. I'm not going to be a bit surprised, like I said from the start, if this is a back-and-forth long series. It goes seven games, and we're going back to San Francisco and – uh, what were, when when is uh, game five? Sunday night? Uh, Monday. Is it Monday? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, the only reason I know that is because guess what? I'm filling in on the nightcap on Monday as well, so I'll be get to I'll be get nice. to, I'll be able nice. to watch that game with uh, Scott Seidenberg. Well, yeah, it's, it's on Monday. It's actually good for you. Yeah. I guess. Uh, but how about that? I, I'm not going to be surprised if that series two two going back to San Francisco. We're we're kind of back where we started in game five. That's wild, uh, and I, I think from a scheduling standpoint, it's wild how uh, spaced out these games are. But, hey, these teams are really beat up, and that's the other aspect of this. I don't think there's going to be any injury uh, news that is worth noting, like in terms of guys being absent instead of Andre Iguodala, and that's just a name. Um, but Robert Williams doesn't look healthy, and I think that's something to look forward to yeah. in this series. Like, he kind of looks slow, and, he, and his minutes went down in that last game. And you know, the minutes are weird in the last game because it was a blowout, but you kind of saw the writing on the wall there that he wasn't as impactful as he has been in the past and what that means for Boston, who can go small if they want to match up with this uh, Warriors team. But uh, a lot of different angles to get to this. And the other part of this, too, is, which we didn't touch a lot on, uh, you have varying series prices. And it doesn't really matter a whole bunch when we're talking about, you know, just hovering around a pick for a series. But you have some shops at Warriors minus 115. You have some shops at Boston minus 115. And you have other shops like the Westgate Superbook who are sitting at pick minus 110 on both sides. Now, I would think, and I was talking with Jeff Fogel, our former colleague here, if you look at it and crunch the numbers, uh, if you're talking about a Celtics team that is a three-and-a-half-point favorite here at home and three-and-a-half again uh, in that game four, and you're expecting the same number back in San Francisco, right series price is probably Boston minus 120. But as I was talking with Jeff Sherman today about that piece I was writing, also baked into a lot of these numbers for a lot of these different books are where your futures are at as a book, your liability, things like that. And that's why you get a, a series price that is varying at this point. Yeah, no there. doubt about it. That, that has a lot to do with what the series price is at specific books. Jeff Sherman at the Superbook told me last week they do well on the Celtics yep. uh, futures. I think it was interesting. The Westgate got as high as 150 to 1 on Boston to win the NBA title. Yeah, I missed out on that. And uh, I think in early December, Jeff said, how about this? Oh, this is kind of funny. Early December, the Westgate took a $2 bet on the Celtics at 100 to 1. Nice. In late January, a $5 bet on the Celtics at 150 to 1. Nice. I didn't even know you could put $2 bets in at the sports book. Apparently, on the app, you can do that. Please don't make fun of my unit sizes. No. First off. Well,. You've got them at 66 to 1, so I know that's not your bet. Uh, yeah, I got them at 66. And it's not at the Westgate Superbook either. So, um, but well, hey, I guess if you got a $5 bet at uh, right. 150 to 1. Okay, if you're a Celtics so, fan, yeah. you're in town, hey, just throw five bucks on it. Let's see what happens. And sure enough, you're sitting back going, hey, I could make some money here. It's very rare, though. Uh, seriously, it's very rare for you in a major sport to ever see a team playing for a championship that's at triple digit odds. Well, I mean, I can't remember many times. In the last uh, 30 years, even you can go back further, the team in the NBA that ever reached triple-digit odds is playing in the NBA Finals. How about the Super Bowl yep. or the World Series? It's just very rare that you ever have something like this. And just in late January, the Celtics were 150-1. to And I will say this, and this isn't to pat myself on the back, but it does help to pay attention to these. Remember two years ago in the Orlando bubble – I had the Heat at 80 to 1 to win the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. If you pay attention, because what will happen is the futures markets adjust the route, you know, and you get some of these teams that are in the ebbs and flows of a season. And so when they're at their low point, obviously you'll catch some numbers that probably are a little off market. And like, is is it like 200 to 1 like you're talking about? No, but you can find some numbers on some of these teams yeah. when they're at their lowest point and grab those, especially when some books are off market. Like I've said this before about my 66 to 1 ticket. Part of me was, yes, the Boston Celtics are going to be better. The other part of me was, this shop's at 66 to one when the rest of the shops are at about 35 to one 
that's worth grabbing at that point right mm-hmm. there. So it just it really helps to shop around for your numbers when you're talking about handicapping these sports throughout the entire season, you know? Well, it's interesting, too. The Celtics were the best team in the association after the All-Star break, yep. especially in defensive efficiency. You know, I was talking with Will Hill on his New York City cast this morning. We're Will talking likes about, deep topics. Did you, huh? What did you guys get into? He likes some of those really deep topics. Well, he hit me up with uh, hockey for like the first seven minutes. And I was <laughs> like, can we move on to something else? I, I really don't like to give out hockey picks. <laughs> Uh, so we end up talking baseball for a while, but the Mets and the Yankees, uh, I think, are both in great situations mm-hmm. right now. And in fact, each team might have an MVP when you're talking about Aaron Judge and Paul Bear Pete Alonso. Uh, but if you think back to last summer, even in the early August, nobody thought the Atlanta Braves are going to be a World Series team. Yeah. Right. So baseball is incredibly unpredictable, and I think this uh, the Celtics run kind of shows that yeah, occasionally you can find. Long shot value on the futures board. It's probably not going to be in the NFL, but you can right. find it in a couple other sports. Yeah, and and you got to be paying attention on like almost a day to day basis to some of these markets and the way that they're moving. It really helps in that regard. All right. Uh, speaking of, can I throw something hockey related at you very quickly? We only have a couple of yeah. minutes here. Uh, so we saw yesterday, of course, the Colorado Avalanche uh, come storming back against the Edmonton Oilers, and Mike Smith is uh, uh, getting it from Oilers fans and others because of his uh, poor performance between the pipes. But at the end of the game, uh, that was essentially the uh, game winner. Uh, there was controversy had to go to a uh, review whether or not it was going to be a high stick uh, for Colorado Uh, and I love it let's just put it this way Uh, the TNT broadcasts have been great I think especially for hockey viewership is up Uh, ESPN reported their numbers it's up I actually like the you know it's not like I hate hockey but I like the product that they've been putting on I like the broadcast I think ESPN especially has done a really good job broadcasting the hockey games and uh, they have uh, a lot of different things and uh, I guess not new things but the rules analyst is one of the best parts about this. And at the end of that game, we got some really great analysis on whether or not that thing was going to be a high stick. Let's hear it. High stick and picks it up himself. That has to be above the shoulder. Oh. Puck on the stick, above the shoulder. Holy <laughs> the, Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's holy a tough sh- one. Just sucks. That's going to be. <laughs> All right. Uh, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was up health. <laughs> Not what you can say on network TV, right? No, not at all. But it was great. I like that. That was genuine human emotion. <laughs> that was real surprise. Um, that was absolutely fantastic. Now, not the best moment of the game yesterday, but still pretty freaking great, I would say. Wouldn't yeah, that's a sweep for the Avalanche, and uh, they're going to be favored no matter who they face in the finals. Uh, we'll talk with Dave Koch and get his opinion on tonight's game. But the, the New York Rangers had, had a great chance to go up 3-0. In their series with Tampa Bay, they blew a 2-0 lead in the third period. And Will Hill told me today he thought that the Rangers blew the series oh boy. Uh, with the way they lost that game. I, I would say that I think the Rangers looked like they were the better team through the first two games and the first two periods of game three. So I, I wouldn't be uh, pessimistic. I wouldn't feel discouraged if uh, you were on the Rangers' side. But this is, uh, again, a game four tonight where – the Lightning, most betters, I think, are going to expect the Lightning to get even. Yeah, I, uh, I'll ask Dave about it because there are a lot of the uh, underlying like metrics and numbers that would tell you that the Lightning, uh, not that they uh, should be up 3 nothing or anything, but that they probably should have been in a better position in this uh, series than they were having to stave off a 3 nothing series deficit. Right now, $1.75, we'll call it consensus price, on the Lightning tonight against the, Tampa, or excuse me, against the New York Rangers. And also, really quickly, uh, to note, projected series prices from Jeff Davis over at Circa, Colorado $1.95. 95 favorite over Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup final. Colorado minus 315 over the New York Rangers. You know, I should mention, too, we were talking about long shots and all the major sports. The Bengals were sort of a long shot when they got to the Super Bowl, yep. especially after they lost to the Jets early last season. That's a really yeah. good point. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to. 15 minutes from now, Dave Koken's going to be with us. Uh, but when we come back, we'll talk a little baseball. And uh, the Angels, they did it again last night. Man, what an achievement for Anaheim, huh? <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run. Every hit. Every inning. Every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN summer special is here. Only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burks, daily MLB best bets, JBT on the NBA, Andy McDeal on hockey. We have a lot of NFL offseason coverage as well, college football, golf, UFC, and more. If you want the full VSIN experience, including the daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, betting tools, live video streams, the cost only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st, vcin.com slash summer. JVT, you got breaking news. Yeah, big news. <clears throat> so we were talking about this uh, going out. My Angels, the Angels, Matt Humans, uh, 12 game losing streak. Everything is, it's just going wrong. Uh, yesterday, the bats, which have been uh, very inconsistent, inconsistent yet again. And in a game in which you would think, like, if they're going to lose, it's going to be like, you know, 10 to 6. It's going to be a, a shootout. It's going to be a lot of right. fun. Not the case. A boring 1 nothing game in which they have three hits. Well, the Angels need to do something, and they have. Okay. What'd they do? Joe Madden's looking for a job. Are you serious? He has been fired as of five minutes ago. Phil Nevin will serve as the interim manager. Phil, of course, wow. being their third base coach who will take over managerial duties. That surprises me. Now, I know a couple days ago, Dave Koken said on Twitter, it's a time to move on from Joe Madden. Uh, you and I were talking about this before yesterday's show. It wasn't Joe Madden's fault that Mike Trout was in an 0-for-26 skid during mm -hmm. the losing streak or that the bullpen stunk. I don't think Madden's a great manager at this point. Uh, he, does, he has a real problem with uh, mishandling pitching staffs. Uh, I guess... Maybe he's also a little bit burnt out. Who knows? Uh, it it kind of looked that way, I think, last year and a little bit this year. Maybe he just doesn't have the energy to uh, get this team over the hump. My thing is always, like like we've talked about before, and I talked about this with Derek Hardy yesterday, uh, and then I'll mm -hmm. be betting and fantasy analysts that we had on, on a numbers game. And, like – Managers have impacts on games, right? We've seen Gabe Kapler become, like, I think big reason why the Giants were so good in some of those really close games is Kapler last year did a really great job in terms of the small decisions. But at the same time, if you were comfortable firing Joe Madden June 7th this season, were you really that comfortable with him as your manager coming into the year? I just don't think it makes a difference, really, to your point, kind of. Like, just keep him and well, they go for the rest of the year. Way. Two weeks ago, when the Angels were 27 and 17, nobody was thinking about firing Joe Madden. Right. So has that much changed in two weeks? No. And, and so today, like, did he Boston, manage the team into a 12 game ditch? No, you're no, like, absolutely no. not. Otani's been off. You mentioned Mike Trout and the 0 for 26 streak that he was on. Uh, the fact that the pitching staff has fallen apart. I mean, if you look anywhere, you look again up the ladder at a front office and Artie Moreno, who has really refused to kind of open up the pocketbook since he got screwed on a couple of them, you know, all those years back, whether yeah. it was Pujols or uh, Hamilton, Hamilton. Yeah, sorry, Hamilton or, or CJ Wilson, right? Remember when they got him from the Rangers still, as well? Like, I still don't think the Pujols contract is one of the worst. A lot of people talk about being one of the worst deals ever. Josh Hamilton was the worst contract. Mm -hmm. He contributed basically nothing. Who so, also at least had some productive seasons. He did. I mean, yeah. he was part of, we forget that he was part of a 100-win team. Remember, yeah. they actually won 100 games one time. It was, it was a long time ago. So I, don't, I wouldn't think that, like we saw the Phillies, and you put it really well, the Phillies caught the Angels at the right time. They fired Joe Girardi at the right mm -hmm. time. So they go on that win streak. They sweep the Angels, and everybody's like, yeah, Girardi was the problem. Not sure if that's going to be the case today because you get the Red Sox, who have been playing good baseball. Uh, you're taking on Garrett Whitlock, who today, and his numbers have been uh, pretty solid across the board, Whitlock has, who's the starter for the Red Sox. It's been undetermined who the starter is going to be for the Angels. That also speaks to the problem, which has just been, like the pitching has just been a very weak thing for this team for, for years now. I don't yeah, think it's right. bad. And I think it's more the front office shortcomings, not doing what's necessary in the offseason to at least strengthen the starting rotation at the top or the bullpen. It's a combination of things, and it's more on the front office than the manager. The Angels have also uh, struggled to hire the right man. Brad Osmus was a really poor yeah, well, that's, tactical manager. That's a really good point, yeah. too. They have been, uh, since getting rid of social, they've been kind of like throwing darts at a board and trying to find something. So what the most interesting handicapping aspect of this is, and we talked about it last week, when you make a managerial change, that team is usually a play on. It, it, it's almost automatic in any sport when you have a coaching change that you play on that team in the first game. Can you do it with the Angels tonight? And Dave Koken's going to... Uh, <laughs> Give us his answer when he comes up in the next segment because Koken, uh, by the way, was on the Phillies right away when they fired Joe Girardi. Is he going to be on the Angels now that they fired Joe Madden? I guess you don't want your name to be Joe and be a manager uh, this week. <laughs> and but, be an old school manager um, at that. Yeah, no kidding.
do you, do you have enough faith in the change to say, not. I'm going to pull the trigger on the Angels tonight at plus 120? No, of course not. Because you don't know who your starter is still at this point. At least I haven't seen who it's going to be. You still have one of the worst bullpens in Major League Baseball. <laughs> like, of course not, which speaks to, again, the ultimate point, which we kind of opened up with. Don't know if firing Madden is really going to do that much for you. Right. If you're the Angels. That's interesting because I know a lot of people autoplay this when you have a coaching change. Yeah. You get a plus price with an Angels team that usually gets priced pretty well at home, right? By so. the way, last night, the Angels got a very good start from Noah Syndergaard. And threw it away. They got three hits and lost 1-0 to the Red Sox. And, we, and, and, the, and the sharp money was on the Red Sox. And it, speak, it speaks to, again, what we talked about. I mean, there are a lot of guys on this team, and Syndergaard is one of them, some extreme home-away splits. And Syndergaard's been really good at home. And he's put together another good mm-hmm. performance yesterday. So might be an angle worth looking at in the future with Syndergaard. How about this? How about this? Uh, social media is great. Uh, at 1.02 p.m., Buster Olney reports that the Angels have discussed making a change at manager. Uh, six minutes later, the Los Angeles Angels Twitter account tweets out that the Angels have relieved Joe Madden of his duties. His Angels six manager. minutes later. Six minutes later. So, uh, yeah. Wow. And, okay. yeah, at the end of the day, Madden wasn't really going to do anything. So it's very important in a team like this, and I know we're kind of we'll move on from this, but th- this is a team that should be better than what they are. They have good talent, especially in that lineup. They have arguably two of the best players in Major League Baseball, <laughs> and they're kind of throwing it <laughs> they away. Do, they do have two and, of the top five players in baseball. And there's already rumblings yeah. that Otani is potentially just like, ah, you know what, I'll serve it out here and go somewhere else. So, Are you going to blame Otani if he no. wants to go somewhere else? Uh, I'm sure Southern California is a great place to live and play, but if, if you're in a franchise that can't get out, out of its own way and can't find its way to the playoffs – it might be time to move on. Mike Trout is going on a decade in the majors, okay? Yep. For a majority of that time, he's been considered the best player in baseball. Since the babe. He's got as many playoff wins as you and I do. That's right. How about putting up a prop? How many playoff wins will Mike Trout be a part of at the end of his career? Oh, that's tough. Now, and here's the other <laughs> – no, I don't want to talk about this. this. is a whole other topic. There, there are a lot of people Actually, who yeah, say – Sorry, I'm going to go back yeah. to – Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. Harper's been yep, for Philly, yeah. around for a decade, too. They were in the same draft in 2012, right? Yep. So, yeah. How many playoff wins has Harper been a part of? Right. Two? I, yeah, I think so. I think that might Three, be Three, four? Yeah. I mean, I think it's fewer than five. If you think about those two guys and all the hype they get, and they've, they've combined for fewer than five postseason wins in uh, essentially 20 major league seasons. And combined. then Harper left his team, and they went on to win the World Series. Right. And since Harper's <laughs> left the Nationals, two teams in that division have won the World Series, but not not the team he was a part of. Yeah, neither. Yeah, no, that's tough. <laughs> All right, so Red Sox on the road, dollar twenty eight favorite over the Angels, who just fired Joe Madden. So we'll see if uh, if there is a change that is uh, worthy of note. There, uh, we're gonna have Dave Koch and join us in a couple minutes. We'll obviously get his thoughts. Uh, any games on the board today that stick out to you before we get to Koken? Um because I know that we always focus on teams like the Yankees, and they got Tyon in the hill, and Tyon's been pretty good for them. They're a dollar seventy favorite on the road against the Twins, whose rotation just suffered another injury too. Uh, but Yankees rightfully priced; it seems pretty high for a Twins team that's got some pop in their lineup. Yeah, I can't lay that price with the Yankees on the road tonight, and the Yankees bullpen's taking a hit or two too. It's not mm-hmm. as strong a bullpen as it was uh, three weeks ago when you could have argued it might be the best bullpen in baseball. Uh, no, I'm just not into laying that type of Price with a road favorite tonight, even though Tyon, I was talking about this with Will Hill on his uh, New York City cast this morning. If you go back to the first few weeks of the season, Yankees were really struggling. Mm-hmm. And Garrett Cole was struggling at the top of the rotation. At that point, you had no idea that Jamison Tyon and Nestor Cortez were going to be as good as they have been. Those guys have been great. Not only that, Aaron Judge, who got off to a slow start, has played like the best player in baseball like for the last for seven contract. weeks. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's been the biggest difference in the Yankees, even though they do have a couple of dead spots in that lineup. I talk about the Deadwood and the Dodgers lineup. They got a few guys who are not hitting. What are the Yankees going to do with Joey Gallo? Mm-hmm. You got to do I think you got to move on. You can't, get so. it, you, you can't get it done. Uh, but in general, uh, I think the, the Yankees who have dominated the Twins head-to-head for several years now, 
We'll probably get the action in this game, but that's not the type of price I'm going to lay with the road favorite. Yeah, and it's also a part of the price, too. It's not just the Yankees. Cole Sands is getting the start. Three appearances, one start, eight innings total of work. So it's hard to read too much into it. Uh, there are some, like his expected ERA of 386 would tell you he's pitching better than the 70, uh, 788 ERA that he's got, uh, but walks a bunch of dudes. He's got some good strikeout numbers, but I think largely untested when it comes to Sands. And when you see a big, uh, an inflated ERA like that and some metrics that don't paint a good picture, you're going to get a fat price on the uh, the Yankees, even if it is on the road here. So Mets keep winning. Mets pounded the yep. Padres last night yeah, in San that. Diego. And they get and it's a favorable matchup for them here, although uh, Padres are a $1.30 favorite. Uh, Taiwan Walker taking on you Darvish later tonight into what should be a pretty good series. But, yeah, the Mets, and they're doing it with all these injuries, man. Like, there's an argument to be made the mm-hmm. Mets are better uh, than what they've shown up to this point. The great thing about the Mets, too, is they don't have to rush uh, back Jacob deGrom or um, Max, Max Scherzer. Scherzer. Who just got bit by his dog. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said he's going to be okay. Much ado about nothing. Um, you just want DeGrom and Scherzer healthy and strong. Tyler for McGill? Aug- for August, September, October. You don't have to worry about it right now. The Mets have a nice cushion in that division. All right, let's talk to Smokin' Koken when we come back. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. third major of the golf season is here and you can get in on the action with the doers major championship challenge draft in two free fantasy golf contests one classic and one round four showdown and compete for your share of ten thousand dollars in total prizes head to draftkings.com slash doers now to play free as d-e-w-a-r-s will you be able to draft from the uh, what is it the hc fireballs is that the Dustin Johnson's team name? No, I think that was uh, Sergio, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's Sergio's team name. Ah, whatever. Uh, let's welcome in Dave Koken. Nice enough to give us some time. And Dave, I'm sure you saw the news. Uh, we'll reannounce for those who are just joining us who didn't see it. The Angels have fired one Joe Madden. He will no longer uh, helm the ship there for Anaheim. So I'll ask you this, as Nevin takes over for the Angels, what do you make of this situation? And overall, did Madden deserve to be fired? Was he that impactful on this 12-game losing streak and how everything has gone wrong for this team? I mean, you can't blame the manager for, for everything. But I don't think Madden's done a good job with the Angels. And I started speculating a week ago when the losing streak was at like three or four games that, you know, maybe it's time for a change here. Uh, and there's some things that he's done that I think justifiably drew a lot of criticism, not the least of which was the complete misuse of Iglesias, uh, which manifested itself in the, at the end of the Phillies series. How do you not use your closer at all? for nine days and then expect them to be sharp. And that's just dumb. Um, yeah, he was always an outside the box thinker. There's a lot of people uh, who are Cubs fans who thought that they won despite Madden in 2016. And he just didn't get it done with the angels. Uh, I think it was time for a change. Well, Madden almost blew that world series for the Cubs yes, in 2016. Did. He yep. was almost the goat of the century. Uh, and blowing that World Series for the Cubs. All right, Dave, a lot of times when a manager gets fired, it's an autoplay. Last week, you jumped on the Phillies as soon as they fired Joe Girardi. They were catching the Angels at the right time, obviously, and they swept them. So you're 3-0 and on that angle. Uh, I saw a couple hours ago, you put out a play on the Red Sox, minus 127, yeah. not anticipating what's going to happen here with Madden. Do you regret the play, or are you, are you willing to stick with it, even with the coaching change? Well, I'm going to stay with it. Um, unless the line keeps going up and, and I can buy out uh, without any loss. Uh, I, I mean, Jose Suarez is pitching. That's a minor leaguer, basically. He's a quad A guy, and I think the Red Sox can get to him. Uh, I, I'm not crazy about it. Look, if the Angels win, then I'll be on him tomorrow. Uh, but I'm going to wait and see. Unlike the Phillies, I think it's a different situation. The Phillies, the Phillies were struggling but they weren't they weren't that far away from getting it together and i think it's a different situation with the angels they've got a lot of injury issues uh trout's in the worst slump of his career uh their, their bullpen is even their bullpen's worse than the phillies bullpen is uh i just think it's a bad situation and i want to see how they respond all right um what are you thinking, JVT? Well, I was I was just curious, Dave. So we've we've kind of talked about Madden, the job he did here, uh, the stop in Chicago. Do you think he gets uh, another gig somewhere? Is this the last we've seen of Joe Madden, or do you think he's got a spot on a uh, bench somewhere else? 
I don't know. This was the last year of his contract anyway, which made mm -hmm. the firing pretty easy. Uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know the guy, so I don't know whether he wants to manage again or uh, maybe go to the broadcast booth for a while. He, you know, he'd actually be pretty good in that role. He's got a lot of good stories. He's kind of a funny guy. Uh, eclectic, eclectic tastes. I think he'd be a very good broadcaster, actually. So Matt, uh, he's sixty-eight years old, by the way. So yeah, yeah. He, he could be done. Who knows? But like Dave said, I think he'd be a really good broadcaster too. And today's point, mm -hmm. really quick on this game: uh, mm -hmm. minus one twenty-five on the open. We're up to minus one thirty-five in some spots. So that is climbing in favor of Boston. I do think Joe Girardi's going to get another job. Uh, he's fifty-seven, and some, I think he's going to resurface somewhere. Who knows, Dave? Eventually, he might be down the road with the Cubs. Talked about that for years. Let's talk about Girardi's ex-team, the Phillies. You've been on the Phillies. In each game since uh, Girardi was fired, you're going to yes. stick with the Phillies tonight at about even money. Yeah, I'm going to play them every game until they lose two in a row. So, you know, hopefully they can go off on a, like a 12-4 and four run or something where they don't have any two-game losing streaks and uh, pick up a bunch of profits. I did this with the Canucks in the hockey season, and I think I won seven in a row, and then there were a couple more wins. I ended up like 11-2, and two, and uh, then they lost two in a row, and I stopped betting them which I probably shouldn't have done because they were a plus team the rest of the season anyway. Um, I think the Phillies are going to continue to win. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a kind of shift in the bullpen. Dominguez is the guy with the best stuff out there. And I think he eventually is going to surface as the closer in that team. Dave Koken with us. All right. The rest of the schedule is pretty deep. Let's go to one that humans and I were talking about real quick. Mets and Padres as New York remains on the West Coast. They're opposing you, Darvish. Taiwan Walker's on the hill. Padres $1.30 favorite here, Dave. Um, you look at some of the numbers for Darvish. I guess there's a case you can make that he's a little bit better than some of the numbers have shown, but this Mets team yeah. is playing really good baseball. What do you make of this price? Yeah, and you can you can make definitely cases that Taiwan Walker's numbers are worse yep. than they indicate. His, his analytics are horrible. Uh, but I, <laughs> there's not a chance in the world I'm playing against the Mets right now. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't bet on them tonight. Uh, but the, uh, laying a price against the Mets, forget about it. This team is just on fire right now. Well, we just talked about it. The Yankees, you got to lay a price with them on the road tonight. Dave, I know you don't do this uh, very often. Jamison Tyon, a, uh, a big favorite. He deserves to be in this game, do you consider, where do you draw the line when you're talking about betting baseball favorites? Because the Yankees right now around minus 165. Yeah, I don't think that's unreasonable. And Tyon's pitching really good ball. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Twins will get some people back tonight for their bullpen. They were on the restricted list when they went to Toronto. And they actually are coming off a good series with the Blue Jays. Where they won two out of three, which is pretty good. Uh, they cooled off Toronto's bats a little bit. So maybe they can hang in with the Yankees. Uh, I don't have a specific line that I draw, uh, but I generally don't like laying big prices. So then let's so let's stay along this line then. How about the respect that, and he deserves it, that Alec Manoa has started to get from the betting oh. market, Dave, because we're now upwards of minus 240 on Manoa on the road against Keller and the Royals. Uh, is there a point where, because Manoa's been absolutely fantastic, but is there a point where the market gives him too respect? Because you look at his numbers, they are freaking awesome, and there is no underlying number that would tell you he's due for regression. No, I, I, I don't know. I can't say he's getting disrespected anymore, not at these prices, but he's, a, he's another guy. I mean, either bet on him or just leave the game alone. So to me, I'd, I'd look for the Blue Jays with another team that you like and maybe a, a money line parlay with two teams. Don't go any deeper than that because they're really tough to hit, but Blue Jays should win this ball game. All right, let's talk hockey tonight. Game four, yeah. Rangers, Lightning, and uh, Lightning struck three times in the third period to come back and get that win. And cut the series deficit to two to one on Sunday. Dave, what do you expect tonight? Tampa Bay minus one seventy-five favorite total of five and a half in Game Four. I think the under's got a pretty good chance. Uh, this might be another low-scoring game. Uh, Vasilevsky was much better in the last game for Tampa, uh, and yeah, he's he's better than he's shown in the playoffs this year. I think uh, Chesterkin's been amazing. So I think goals are going to be in a premium, and uh, I don't know who's going to win the game. I, I don't think I want to lay that price, uh, but I, I, I can live with an underplay here. Dave, there's a couple of spots that were offering the Lightning plus 140 to win this series uh, after that game three. And I was telling Matt, some of those uh, metrics in terms of like the natural stat trick had for this team and in this series, you can make the case that they've been playing a little bit better than the results had given. Uh, is there a chance here that they could potentially win this series and at about plus sure. 140 worth looking at? Well, let me put it this way. If it gets to a seventh game, uh, even if it's at New York, 
which it would be, mm -hmm. I'll take the Lightning in that spot just simply because they know how to win uh, a game sevens. Uh, I, I think the Rangers are actually a little better team at this point, but the experience factor for Tampa Bay uh, remains a major factor. And yeah, pulling out game three gets them right back in the series. I said the same thing today. I, th I think the Rangers would look like a little bit better team through uh, two and a half games, uh, at least two games and uh, two periods of uh, game three. But like I said, I'm not a pucky head, puck head. You know, I'm not a uh, experienced hockey analyst, but that's what it's looked like to me in this series. But the Lightning, kind of like the Golden State Warriors, JVT. They got the championship <laughs> pedigree. Yes, the experience yeah. as well that matters. Uh, Dave, last 90 seconds, we've seen projected series prices. Colorado, $3 favorite over New York, $1.95 favorite over Tampa Bay. Uh, are they really, like, are they power rated that much higher than these two teams? Yeah, uh, they, they really are. Like, Avalanche are clearly the best team in the league, which doesn't mean a whole lot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Unlike other sports, the best team doesn't always win in the NHL. And uh, I think Colorado's going to have their hands full, particularly if it's the Rangers. I think they match up better with the Lightning, to be honest with you. All right, smoking Coke and Dave Coken. And uh, Dave, I'll let you go on this. Uh, did you do your golf capping yet for this week, or are you going to have that tomorrow? Uh, I, I like Connors. I uh, don't know if I like much else. So it might be a very thin card for me. And uh, I'm still trying to figure out if there's any way I can handicap a 12-team four-man <laughs> format that they I, 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 I don't – I hear the broadcasts are going to be tremendous, but I don't know from a betting standpoint whether it's going to be anything I can figure out. I don't think so. I hope you're right on Connors. That's one of my plays this week oh, at good, the RBC good. Canadian Open. All right, Dave, thanks, man. Appreciate good to talk it. to you, man. See you guys. Got it. All right. Uh, we got to talk about that momentarily. Um, what is it? The LIV Golf League or Invitational? Live Golf League. Live I guess. Golf League. I thought it was Roman numerals at first, but I guess that's not the know. case. We'll just uh, <laughs> call it Live Live. We call it Live Golf. All I know is that I'm about the Fireballs, man. It's a good team name. We'll come back. <laughs> Handicap it all. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And <laughs> we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way that you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start's here. Take the Zen 10 challenge today at ZYN.com slash 10. That's ZYN.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches only for adults 21 or older who currently use tobacco or nicotine warning. The product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, we get the best bets. Um, nothing official to add for me. We'll say I'm going to bet the Celtics in game three. Uh, I want to see what the market does, though, because I feel like I'll be able to lay a three and a half whenever I want. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to sit back and see if we can get like three or if the market gets a little frisky and even gets down to like two and a half. Who knows? But I'll just sit back and wait. Yeah, a lot of times I, I talk about live betting. I think being the best approach is, you know, I'm yeah. not going to be surprised if the Celtics uh, come out strong and build a first half lead, and this might be the best number you get. Celtics yeah. three and a half. I think they're going to control this game. They're going to do. They got punched in the face in the second half of uh, game two. I thought the Warriors were more physical on the defensive end, really took them out of a lot of things they were trying to do offensively. And let's face it, that was the Warriors team in a, in a desperate spot. You go back to Boston, 
talk about adjustments, talk about attitude adjustments, whatever you want. I think the, I think Boston's in a great spot to bounce back tomorrow night and take a 2-1 lead in this series, and I'll be on the favorite in Game 3. I know I would agree with that, and I think the other aspect that we haven't really talked about here is how this game is called in Game 3. Um, not to say that it was the official's fault, Boy, the, uh, but the Draymond fish. Green oh, got yeah. away with quite a bit in that game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if some of those plays are called differently, I mean, to me, the most amazing moment was when he just bulldozes through Grant Williams from like behind and Williams gets called for the foul. Um, If this is called any differently in Boston, which history would tell us it might be, um, it's going to be a different, a little bit of a different game for Draymond and the Warriors. So it'd be interesting to see how it's played. Yeah. I don't think the officiating was uh, the reason for the outcome in uh, game two, but there, I mean, the officiating so inconsistent in all of these NBA games. Sometimes it just makes you say, how about the, the play from behind when Gary Payton Jr. had the breakaway layup? Uh, Yep. Huh? And Draylon Brown didn't touch him. Didn't, did not even touch Come him. Come on. And they called the foul that? on him. He just yep. missed the layup, and they called the foul. I was agree. It was pretty um, bad. The, 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 the play where Draymond literally takes two Boston players and offensive line blocks them down mm-hmm. the floor so that Steph Curry could get an open three. That's no illegal screen. <laughs> <Right>. no. <laughs> no, but it's. Uh, I think you're going to see a Celtics team bounce back off a uh, really poor second half, and they got to get these third quarters figured out, though. Oh, they do. Uh, so we'll see what happens there, but – Here's, here's another thing with the uh, Golden State side to be concerned with, if you like that side. Clay Thompson's got to play much better. I watched game two again. Not only is he a half step or a step slow on defense, his jumper's just not there. He shot four for 19, one for eight from three. If he doesn't play much better, uh, Warriors are in big trouble in this series. I completely agree. And you look at some of those jumpers that would go in, and one that sticks out, there was one where it was like a, a like a weird mid-range jumper where it like hits the back iron and kind of taps around before it falls in. Like He just doesn't look right. And and going back to the beginning of the series, you know, I kept getting that, like, what about Clay Thompson for finals MVP? And it's like, he doesn't look the same. Like You want bigger mm-hmm. numbers on a guy like that. It's not the same Clay Thompson, and it's shown. So he's got the capabilities. We saw him close out Dallas, but I think more often than not, you're getting Clay Thompson in games one and two than you are Clay Thompson in game six of the Mavericks series. Right. So. All right, let's move on. More best bets in golf this week. It's the RBC Canadian Open. I think this is a really difficult tournament to handicap. And uh, I just saw that Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds sent their plays in for uh, the Long Shots podcast, which is going to be taped tonight. Nice. I don't think we have any common plays. Ooh. And typically we do. We don't have any. Uh, to me, it's kind of a guessing game this I was week. Say it speaks I'll, to the, difficult, uh, the difficulty of uh, – Handicapping this, no? If you yeah, all got different I th- guys? I think it's a different one. I think it's a dif- difficult one to handicap, and I don't, I don't have big plays on this. But I'm looking at TD Green guys, uh, guys who are good around the green. It's not necessarily uh, linked off the tee or anything like that that's going to be an advantage this week. But Shane Lowry's in really good current form, and uh, I think current form means, means as much as course form in a lot of cases. I'm going to go ahead and play Lowry here. He's been knocking on the door 18 to 1. Corey Connors, a guy who's familiar with the course, uh, 20 to 1. So instead of playing any of the uh, the group of favorites, and you do have some big names in this tournament this week, let's go Lowry 18 to 1. Connors 20 to 1. And I just took a couple bombs. Cameron Champ's been close to winning a few times this year. He's at 105 to 1. And Matt Wallace at 125 to 1. Let's get to the Live Golf Tournament in London. And uh, by the way, those odds, the first two, Lowry and Connors, are at the Westgate Superbook. Champ and Wallace, triple digits at Circa. Live Golf in London this week. I'm going with Sam Horsfield at 20-1. to 1. And uh, again, this is just a small play, but Sam Horsfield won on the European Tour, which is now called the DP World Tour, uh, in May. So he's in pretty good form. He's a 25-year-old Englishman who I think should be comfortable in this event. Former Florida Gator, he did miss the cut at the PGA, but he's playing pretty well going into this. And you're not going to bet DJ at 5-1 to one, or Taylor Gooch at 9-1. to one. you got to look deeper on the odds board if you have any interest in betting this event. I don't have much interest in the event. Let's talk about what it's like here. If you care about the setup, yeah. do you care about the setup? Probably not. Not really. Uh, Again, team names are my biggest takeaways here. This is... It's a, it's a cash grab by all the guys who are involved, and of that's, it is. that's the bottom line. And I'm not going to make moral judgments on guys switching to that tour because, hey, if you're offered a sick amount of money to go switch jobs, a lot of people are going to do it. Dustin Johnson offered $125 million to switch. How many people are going to turn that down realistically? The same people who are ripping him uh, for making a poor moral decision. 
Also, there's 25 million up for grabs in each event on this tour. So you can see why some of these guys are going for the cash. Anyway, uh, you have concurrent individual and team events taking place in this Live Golf Tour. I think it's kind of a corny format. I don't really like it. Uh, it's not the 72-hole stroke play events that you see on the PGA Tour. This is 54 holes. There are weekly drafts where an assigned captain is uh, going to draft a four-man team. So you have each event has 12 teams with four players. There's a snake draft where the captains pick players, <laughs> and there's sort of a and they all the teams have names and logos. You want them? Way. You want them? Go ahead, read off the team. Names. How about the punch, the torque, the fireballs, the high flyers? That's Phil Mickelson's team name, but high is spelled H-Y. Um, the smash, the crushers, the stinger, not stingers, but just the stinger, and the cliques? I don't know what that is. That's Martin Keimer's team. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at this. Ironheads, the majestics, but like sticks oh, as in like more? S-T-I-C-K-S. Okay. Then the, I, I feel like I shouldn't even say some of these. I don't know if they like mean terrible things. The niblicks, the niblicks, uh, and then the four aces. That would be Dustin Johnson. Hey, you got four. DJ, you got Phil Mickelson, who obviously – it was a good story put out yesterday. I can't remember which. might have been Bob Herrick, which golf writer did it. But Mickelson's mm-hmm. talking about how embarrassed he is by his gambling losses and how his gambling got out of control about 10 years ago. I wonder why he's grabbing cash. Yeah, I wonder why he's going for the money. But anyway, hey, the money. PGA Tour is going to be fine without DJ, without Phil Mickelson, certainly without Sergio or any clowns like him, uh, like Kevin Na. So he- it's not like the PGA Tour is going to be weakened. And I think these guys are still going to be allowed to play in the U.S. Open, the guys that qualified for it. Yes, so. but it's Ryder Cup that they're not allowed to yeah. play in anymore. Yeah, it's um, like, yeah. who cares? You, you, you can move on without some of these guys. Daniel Rappaport, who covers golf, does a great job, tweeted this. DJ resigning from the PGA Tour. He joins Kevin Na, Brandon Grace, Charles Schwartzel, Louis Oosthuizen, Sergio. Makes, it all makes one thing clear. These guys didn't just sign up to play in one LIV event. They're in it for the long haul. Surely signed contracts, play throughout the year, probably multi-year, a true leap of faith. Well, it's a leap for the cash more right. than a leap of faith. They're guaranteed a certain amount of money to play in this, and I can understand why guys are going to do it. I don't think there's going to be much interest in these events from golf betters, including myself, and the PGA Tour is not going to miss the guys who are, are gone. These, are these, uh, uh, Dave mentioned it. Are these being broadcast somewhere? I, think broad, I heard the broadcast was supposed to be on YouTube, but I'm not going to watch it. I couldn't care less. Okay. You're trying to get I, th- kids, I think huh? it's I think they're YouTube broadcasts. I, I mean, I, that would make sense. I would assume that there is not a major network in America that would uh, buy the rights to broadcast right. these. So YouTube would make a lot of sense. All right. Interesting. I think I'm rooting for the Niblicks. That's Graham <laughs> McDowell's team. Okay. Fun fact. This is from Golf Digest. You want this? Uh, Neblix is the name of the one porno in all of Northern Ireland. Is that right? It's from okay. Golf Digest. I would assume that is a fact. So, not like Golf Digest would have an axe to grind. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. All, all right. right. You got any baseball plays tonight? You going to uh, play on the Angels after Joe Madden's fired? Uh, no, no, not in any way whatsoever. Actually, and I, I did like um, Dave's play on the Phillies. And Ranger Suarez is pitching. I'm not a big fan of Suarez. But uh, Jason Alexander is making his second start. From Seinfeld? Um, I don't get that reference. Is that a real thing? That's George from Seinfeld, is Jason it, Alexander. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Jason I would Alexander bet against is, him, yeah. He's <laughs> a young pitcher uh, making what I believe is his second start in Major League Baseball. Great first start against the Cubs. Went seven and gave up two earned runs. But uh, second time around, uh, maybe the Phillies uh, can get to him. So outside of the angle that the Phillies are, of course, um, galvanized by the firing of one Joe Girardi because he's kind of a jerk. Well, it'll be interesting because a lot of people think that's a play on when a coach manager gets fired. Automatic play on. We'll see if the Angels can stop their losing streak tonight. Uh, automatic play on. That would be uh, watching my guys in the desert, which is coming up next here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.